the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Arter SEO. Welcome to Icons of Real Estate. I'm your host, Patty Teal. Today's icon is Alan Grulick. He has really done a lot in his career. He's an experienced and accomplished realtor of choice in San Antonio, Texas. He's streamlined the process of buying and selling homes, making it easier for clients, and he's built a team of industry experts. He's also a certified mentor for EXP and coach for new agents. Welcome, Alan. Hey, thank you so much. Great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. So, Alan, we want to know a little bit more about you from the beginning. How did you get into real estate? Why did you get into real estate? And how did you get to the point where you are already helping coach other people with high sales? Can you share sure. that journey? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thanks again for, for having me on. Um, so uh, I've been in real estate about six years now. And before that, I was uh, an educator, specifically a, a band director in San Antonio, Texas. So I taught public school for eight years. Um, and, uh, you know, believe it or not, there were a number of skills that transfer well into real estate. Um, but, uh, you know, I had been putting off, um, getting into business. I, I always saw myself as, as being in business in some way and in some fashion and had, you know, done some reading and research about real estate and, uh, finances and things like that. And, um, you know, finally found, um, you know, my path, um, into real estate as a realtor and, uh, you know, finally got over my fears, you know, that holds a lot of people back too, is you're just, scared of doing something different, um, especially when you go into real estate um, and you, you leave a, a job where you have, a, you know, a monthly paycheck and go into something where it's commission-based and, uh, you know, everything is, is dependent on your activity. So once I got over my fears, um, there are other big changes happening in my life that helped me make that change. One of, one of them was, uh, you know, I was going, going to be a dad and I wanted to spend more time uh, with my kids. So in you know, my past job as a band director, I was spending all waking hours, um, you know, working on those on, on that band program and with those kids um, whom, whom I loved dearly, but realized, you know, uh, I was going to have my own kid and wanted to be able to spend some time with her. Um, now, um, everybody that that's familiar with real estate or is listening to these types of podcasts knows that, you know, when you get into real estate, that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you can just kind of not work, <laughs> but you right. can, you can control your time. You can decide when you're working, when you're not, although you need to make sure you're working quite a bit. So made that transition. Um, and, uh, that was, uh, 2016 and, uh, that's how I got into real estate. Wow. I love your story and I can really relate to it, Alan, because I actually was a teacher, my very first career, a special education teacher. And, um, I loved it too, but it was very time consuming and it wasn't a job that I could leave behind. After I had my second child, I was like, 
I don't want to worry about them all the time, you know, right. so I still continue to work at various things, but it was something, as you said, that you could do on your own time. And I think that if you can keep the attention, I'm assuming since you were teaching band, if you can get the attention of high school kids, wow, you can get anybody's attention. So real, real estate, I'm sure was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, you know, communication um, is a skill that you need as an educator, mm-hmm. uh, the ability to, to read the room um, and the ability to be a leader, you know, um, because in real estate, you are, you know, you're, you're leading the clients, you, you are the expert, you're leading them through the process, you're leading, you know, home sellers through the process. And, you know, that, as you know, and I'm sure we'll talk about that's, that's led to, you know, also educating other real estate agents in the industry uh, on how to build their businesses as well. Absolutely. And I know that now on your team, do you have 132 agents? Is that correct? Yes. Uh, so I'm with a, a brokerage called EXP Realty, which it sounds like a lot of your guests are. Mm-hmm. And that there is the opportunity to basically scale uh, like we couldn't um, before 2009, before this company came around. And so um, the, the, you know, there is a benefit to agents. Um, growing their teams. Um, and uh, a lot of agents are attracted to that business model. And so I've been fortunate enough to grow a, a total uh, group size of 132 agents um, in multiple states. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with those agents and see um, those agents, you know, improve their lives, um, improve their incomes and, uh, you know, really progress. Wow. And I'm sure your team members um, they have different skills that they bring to the table. And are you able to help them identify their skills or is it just kind of the same uh, process for everyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. You know, everybody does have different skills, but, um, you know, I think one of the big things we talk about quite a bit for especially new agents is uh, identifying the most important activities for them to, you know, independent of their personality traits, um, you know, figuring out what are my money-making activities, you know, on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time, especially with the agents I work with personally, trying to identify what those activities are, because, uh, you know, if we can get agents to really focus on those specific things uh, and eliminate all the the time-wasting activities then you start to build, uh, you know, a compound effect, which is going to really, you know, build you a successful business in the long term. Um, and I found that this is a, a problem even for agents that have been in the business for a while. Is is you know, a lot of us have this shiny object syndrome, where you know we'll be doing something and realize, well, I'm not getting instant results, which that's a that's a cultural problem. Mm-hmm. So they start switching to another thing, into another thing, into another thing, which is so easy to do. Um, because a lot of salespeople get a lot of uh, sales calls, incoming sales calls from all ty- different types of, you know, companies that want to sell them products and services that most of them are, you know, pretty much going to be a waste of time. Uh, so, you know, again, going back to the best thing you could do is identify, you know, what your goals are. I'm very goal oriented and I encourage other agents to set goals and then, you know, work backwards and figure out, okay, if I want that goal, what does my weekly schedule look like? And what are my most important activities? Yeah, that's so smart. I know you call it uh, shiny object syndrome. I call it hummingbird syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there, and then you end up not getting anything done. So I was, uh, 
lucky enough that you sent me a video of one of your trainings and maybe you could um, go over a little bit of that. It was uh, titled, what was the title of it? It was about growing your pipeline and it was all about reaching out to people sure. and making them your customer. Sure. Um, and I don't remember exactly what the title of that training is, but I know what the concept is. And, uh, you know, basically when I do trainings, I kind of tell a little bit of my story because I think it's, it's relatable for a lot of people. Um, and that is, you know, when I got into real estate, I didn't have much of a sphere of influence, uh, or a database. And, you know, if, if you're new to real estate, you know, your database or your sphere of influence is all the people that you have a relationship with the people that know you like you and trust you, you know, the people that if you saw them at the grocery store, you'd probably stop and say hello. And, uh, you know, I had been an educator, uh, in San Antonio, Texas for eight years. And so I had some friends, uh, that I, you know, friendships and relationships I developed through that. However, I didn't grow up in the area and because I was so consumed by my work, uh, you know, I really didn't have a whole lot of friends outside of the people I taught with. Um, we had a couple of, of great leaders that had left the teaching uh, industry and went into real estate and uh, had their fair share of that same um, you know, sphere of influence. And so what I realized is, uh, you know, I needed to build my own database, you know, and intentionally meet people and add them to that database so I could start marketing to those, those people. Um, but also realize that that's a long-term process, which I do describe in that training. Anyone that's listening, I'm sure we can share contact information here at the end. Um, I'm happy to share this training because oh, I do believe that, yeah. That, that would be we, very nice. We'll put that at the end and not forget about that. Yes, definitely. You know, definitely want to give them access to that. Um, but the concept being that you can start building your database on day one and you can start marketing to those people that know you like you and trust you, but you've got to get out of your comfort zone especially if you don't, you're, you know, you're not really established in your, your place of business to start meeting new people. You know, we might call them like cold leads or adding warm leads. Um, and so we use the CRM with our current company called KV Core, which is a great communication system to, to have conversations with those agents to keep track of them. And so you basically have two pools of business, your sphere of influence, your database, same thing. And then the people that you don't have a strong relationship with yet, and you're going to market to uh, those two groups differently. Um, but uh, it's important that that agents, that even though if they don't have a database and a sphere of influence at the beginning, that they think like someone who does. Uh, because, you know, I'm, like I said, you know, I've been doing this six years now. Looking back, you know, I've got over, you know, over 100 past clients or so that I can, uh, you know, talk to, market to, and can refer me business and had I just neglected that and then all of a sudden started communicating with them now, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> right. So we want to develop both skills. And that's, uh, that's something that I, that I love to teach agents. Uh, you know, we always say, hey, learn from my mistakes, you know, and that's, that's the beauty of mentorship and having a coach is, hey, let's identify the most important things for you. And then don't make these mistakes that I made. The most powerful thing you could do in any you know, goal that you're aspiring to is follow a model, follow someone or something that you know already works before trying to get creative. Yeah. So that those are a few concepts that I, I know for sure are shared in that particular training that uh, you're referring to. Right. And you talked about uh, past clients in that training um, that you're likely to get three more deals with those 
past clients. And I know if you've had right. a successful experience with a realtor and things went well, you're not likely to want to look elsewhere. And then I think you mentioned exactly. the average person moves every five years. So that was really interesting. Um, we all know about our sphere of influence or people that we know, like, trust, but how do you find those other new people? Absolutely. So there's a variety of ways. Um, and uh, there's actually a list that I share quite a bit um, that uh, we actually, um, there's a book by Gene Frederick, who's a, a great uh, icon uh, here at eXp Realty. And it's 101 ways to lead generate, which I always like to share that list with agents. However, I think one of the best ways to meet uh, and to get leads, you know, quote unquote leads in the beginning is doing open houses mm -hmm. um, because open houses, I mean, for the most part, it's free. Um, you're in there to meet potential home buyers and uh, you're getting one of the best experiences possible, which is meeting that, you know, uh, prospect or lead. You're meeting them face to face. So you're able to meet them, maybe get to know them a little bit and develop some rapport. So when you follow up with that person, it's not weird. It's not strange. It's not awkward unless you're being that way. <laughs> it's not. So, you know, um, I really encourage many agents to do that um, because you're not only going to develop some momentum and, and you know, surely get some home buyers to work with and, and some deals closed, but you're also adding more people to your database, uh, even if they don't end up, you know, working with you right away. You have you know, more people that you can market to in your sphere of influence. And of course, by doing this, you're, you're out there in the open. I mean, we sell houses. You know, what better place to be than right there in the neighborhood where the houses are, you know, showing yourself as the expert. And of course, by doing these things and being consistent with them, you become a better professional. You become a better communicator. Mm -hmm. You have more knowledge of what's going on in the market. Uh, and you'll have more uh, hyper-local knowledge of what's going on specifically in that neighborhood or specific area that you're working open houses in. And then again, by marketing in the open house, you're marketing yourself, both uh, you know, online and on social media, and then you know, right there in the neighborhood. So it's a, a great way to build uh, your business. Too many agents start doing open houses and quit. And I'll even tell agents, Hey, this, this is something that you're, you're, you know, let's put it this way. You may do one or two and they're complete duds, but then you do your third one and you meet four or five or six qualified people that mm -hmm. you can add to your database. And so they're not all going to be home runs. And so um, just like anything that we do, especially in this type of business, it's all about consistency. So if you, you know, say, you know what, I'm going to do two or three open houses a month. You have to stick with that for at least six months so that you can actually track whether this is working out or not and, and really assess yourself. And that's one of the, the big reasons that I encourage agents to have a coach or have a mentor um, because you need, you know, sometimes that those extra ears and eyes to, you know, uh, to bounce things off of and, you know, make sure that you're, you know, doing the things you said you're going to do and can be keeping those commitments with yourself. Yeah, that accountability is very, very important. I think it's an excellent uh, way to learn. Now, um, EXP is a, an orig original brokerage different from others. Are open houses, how do they come about? Is it the same way as they do if you were working with um, Caldwell or anywhere like that? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, there are some specific things about EHP Realty that, that make it different. I mean, it is completely different uh, model of real estate. Mm-hmm. However, you know, when we're working with home buyers and home sellers, there's a lot of similarities. And so uh, one of the benefits that we have is, you know, the company is so large, you know, we do have quite a bit of uh, the market share as far as listings. So um, basically the way it works is if you decide you want to do an open house, you can do one for your one of your current listings. Uh, a lot of it, new agents don't have listings. And so you mm-hmm. can reach out to other agents within the brokerage. Uh, we've got a great communication system um, called Workplace by Facebook, which is basically our own private version oh. of Facebook just for mm-hmm. EXP agents, brokers, and staff. And so that's a good uh, place to start for agents to uh, not just find open houses, but network with other yeah. agents in their immediate market and then all over the world since we're we're over 20 countries now. So, Ooh, you know, the ability goodness. to learn and collaborate with agents uh, all over the world uh, is really powerful. Um, but as far as open houses, yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, you know, for instance, I'm working with a, a couple new agents right now, literally brand new, and uh, they needed to find some uh, listings to do open houses, so they just put some posts out there, and they were able to get some opportunities uh, from some other great agents that were willing to help. Oh, thank you for explaining that. I've been wondering about that, and EXP is, I think, isn't it the fastest growing uh, brokerage in the United States? Last I've heard, yes, uh, we're mm-hmm. averaging about you know a thousand, give or take, agents joining every week at this point. Wow. Um, yeah, and you know it's it, you know, I moved to the company back in I think it was beginning of 2018, and that was when we were right around 5,000 agents, and so mm-hmm. it wasn't as much as uh, of a of a well known mm-hmm. brand. Um, but now people are seeing other agents successful selling real estate with EXP. Um, and then when you dig deeper, if you connect with another professional that's that's able to kind of articulate all the strengths that EXP provides, they realize it's they you know it's not just about being able to build your business faster uh, and being able to scale faster. Um, you can basically build a brokerage within a brokerage while still building your own personal business and earn stock through a stock program and revenue share. The company shares fifty percent. Of the revenue with the agents, so um, you know once agents are properly exposed to this, uh, they get what we call EXP insomnia. They just oh. can't sleep. Uh, and uh-huh. I went through that years ago. I remember I was watching an old video of uh, one of our leaders, Gene Frederick, uh, doing uh, a, a lunch presentation, and I just remember watching this video over and over and sharing with my wife. I you know going, hey, this EXP thing seems like you know, amazing, like almost too good to be true. And Mm -hmm. I try to explain these things to her. And she's like, I don't know what you mean. And I don't understand what you're talking about, but you seem really excited. So you should join. Uh, Well, that's true. If you're that excited about something, you have to trust your gut and know that it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, Yeah, for sure. And another thing that I learned from you, um, Alan, was how important it is to stay in touch with people. Um, you know, we do it with our friendships. Well, maybe some people are better than others, but um, you have a system for that as well, don't you? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, when we're talking about that, we're basically referring to, you know, our sphere of influence, which, uh, again, you know, as you progress in your career, that's going to be the best thing you can build is, is a great system where you're following up uh, with the people that know you, like you, and trust you, especially your past clients. And so I do a number of things. Um, I send out an, uh, an email newsletter two times a month 
that I customize and, uh, you know, come up with some content and some great information to share with them, sometimes some personal things. Uh, you know, uh, of course, we do. Uh, we have a great uh, branded website um, with our company that that we you know we can link to, so we can you know make sure that the people that are following us, the people we stay in touch, use our website for anything real estate related. Which I try to do that by connecting my newsletter in various ways to my website, my KV Core website. So that goes out two times a month. So basically, you know, you would say that's twenty four touches a year. Uh, and then I also uh, send out personalized postcards through um, a local vendor uh, here in, in South Texas that we like to use. And that goes out to my database once a month. And it's usually themed, you know, um, certain events for the month. Um, for instance, we have things like Fiesta here in San Antonio, uh, the rodeo and things like that. You know, it'll, it'll kind of give them a list of, of events and things that are happening for that particular month. And then I also call and reach out to, you know, um, the people in my immediate sphere of influence. Um, so I basically just go through one letter each week. And so I'm looking at it right now. I'm on the J's uh, this week, just reaching mm -hmm. out, calling, uh, texting, you know, sometimes just sending a Facebook message to those people. So I just want to make sure that I'm always being super consistent with uh, reaching out to them and, uh, you know, making sure that we stay top of mind is the goal. Top of mind. Well, gosh, I can see you have a lot of strengths. I was going to ask you, I have some ideas of my own, what your super strength is or, or your uh, um, things that you're best at. You're, you're so organized and you communicate so well and you help <laughs> others. What do you think your super strength is? <laughs> well, thank you for asking. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's a super strength, but I think you know, one of the biggest things I've learned is that we are, you know, if you want to have any sort of success, you need to think of yourself as is serving and serving others. Um, there's a great quote that I like. It's you can have everything in life you want if you will just help another help enough other people get what they want. Kind of butcher that. That's the Zig Ziglar quote. Um, and that. so, yeah. And so, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, thinking about others, um, putting others first, realizing that you're, it's not just about the commission, it's about listening. Um, and that, that's, that's a big piece for me um, as far as, you know, getting more clients, working with clients, you know, working with agents that are considering moving their business DXP, which is a huge deal for agents. You know, I, I, I feel that, especially because of being an educator, I'm always listening, you know, what is it that they want? What are they, what are their goals? What are their pains? You know, what, what are they working towards? And so, um, you know, I think the best thing we can do is, is just put others first. And, um, you know, by doing that, uh, you know, you, you tend to get quicker results for yourself by doing it. So, um, you know, I guess, I guess the superpower would just be, you know, listening you know, mm -hmm. listening and, and understanding uh, others and, and helping. Yeah, that kind of goes back to actually caring about other people. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. What a concept, what you know, concept. but it, it, it can be difficult, uh, you know, and what we do because, you know, uh, especially right now, like we're, we're basically in a recession and agents are worried about, you know, where the, where the next uh, paycheck is going to come. And, um, you know, the last, the, the last thing you want to do is, is get into this negative mindset of worry and, and, um, 
you know, uh, feeling like there's not opportunity because there is opportunity. Um, and that opportunity comes through our actions and mm -hmm. thinking about how we can help other people. Yeah, that's a good point. The market has definitely taken a shift recently. And uh, where do you see it going? I obviously, you think people can uh, continue to succeed and, and it's still the best investment around housing, buying houses, buying property. But how do you see the change playing out in the next year? Uh, this this might not always be the the popular approach to things, but um, there, you know, I approach everything as far as like, you know, hey, here are the facts. You know, obviously we are in a recession. We need to face that. We need to understand that, you know, things are going to slow down a little bit. However, I also believe in the power of a very strong positive mindset, and uh, what I've been working with uh, again with the agents I'm working with. And then for myself right now is again, going back to the fundamentals and, you know, focusing even more now on what, you know, identifying what are your money-making activities uh, and spending your time on the things that are going to, you know, move the ball forward and not get so, you know, stuck on the latest headline, the latest thing from the media uh, because there is opportunity. And so the way I see it for home buyers right now is, Literally four months ago, it was so difficult for um, home buyers to get a home under contract that they were just throwing in the towel. You know, they they put in offer after offer after offer. They won't you know won't get their offer accepted, and they move on, or get upset, uh, or just fatigued. And so now we actually have the opportunity where homes are sitting on the market a little bit longer. We're seeing price changes on listings, and so this is an opportunity for um, buyers that you know maybe had to sit on the sideline to get their offer accepted. In fact. I just went through this just now, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a, a home buyer that I was working with that his home that he currently was living in was under contract to be sold. So we call that a, an offer with a contingency, which, uh, you know, again, a year ago, forget that. I mean, there's no way a seller is going to accept uh, an offer with a buyer that has some sort of hang up um, when they have, you know, 12 other offers or 20 other offers. And so now, there is opportunity. So if you look at some specific markets, like, I mean, Texas overall, um, especially, you know, where we are here in San Antonio, Texas, the affordability of homes compared to the rest of the country is lower. Uh, the appreciation rate is, is, I mean, conservatively has been at least five to 10% for the past three or four years. So, you know, we don't ever want to predict anything, but if you just look at the history of the, the uh, growth of, of prices, um, you know that you're going to be making a good investment. You know, interest rates might not go down, or they could. And if they do go down, you could, of course, you know, do a refi. Uh, but again, you know, I see the opportunity. And then for agents, this is an opportunity right now to work harder, to continue to try to get more market share. And then when we do come out of this, however long it is, to be on top. So uh, I choose to look at it in a in a very positive way. Yeah. Um, that's just my nature. Um, and by doing the things that we know work, um, getting with a great mentor or, or coach, by the way, I think a lot of people are just very resistant to having a coach or checking in with a mentor for whatever reason. Uh, uh, but that's the best thing you could do, especially right now. Uh, if you're worried about market conditions, if, you know, if you're experiencing this mentality of scarcity, then you need to check in with more, you know, positive minded people. Uh, so you can kind of think more abundance uh, than, than scarcity. Oh, 
I love your positive attitude. And as you said, there are advantages because people can get creative again with their offers where that certainly couldn't happen in the last couple of years. So it opens right. up the market to a, lo- a lot more people. Yes, in some mm-hmm. ways, yeah. In some ways, yes. So um, I want people to know where they can get this wonderful video that uh, gives a lot of the advice that you talked about today. And uh, also I want you to share your contact information. Could you do that now? Yeah, absolutely. And this is this is pretty terrible, but uh, I actually have to like go and Google my own YouTube channel oh, to, okay. to tell people uh, where, where to go uh, yeah. for my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pulling that up right now. Okay. But um, you can follow me uh, on Instagram and it's just my full name, Alan Grulich, A-L-A-N-G-R-E-U-L-I-C-H. Okay. Yeah, it's the weirdest name ever, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, once you once you put it in once you could follow and uh so it's alan grulick on instagram uh same thing on facebook uh, i've got a business page and a personal page there and then um i am on youtube it's alan g a-l-a-n mm-hmm. space g uh at some point there was a url for that i don't have that right now but maybe we could include that in the uh you know, the show notes or something Absol- like that absolutely, uh, absolutely. some way. Yeah. Um, so well, thank hopefully you that helps sharing. That will be wonderful. Oh, by the way. Uh, yeah. yeah. If anybody, you know, wants to email me, if they got any questions or anything like yeah. that, they can email me at Alan G realtor. So it's A-L-A-N-G, my last name, realtor uh, at gmail.com. So it's Alan G realtor at gmail.com. I want to know personally too, you said goals are important. What are your goals moving forward? You've done so exceptionally well, but what are the goals? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so, you know, my goal is to, you know, make sure that I'm hitting the icon award every year here uh, with, you know, just my sales. Um, we've got a, a pretty big group here, but definitely want to build that group to at least a thousand agents. Um, and, uh, and the way to do that is by helping other agents. And so um, I love to connect with other real estate agents that are, you know, looking for different types of opportunities um, and help guide them, you know, through this process. So, you know, continuing to build that, uh, I am, I have been doing some, some video and I'm going to be sort of switching, uh, that to more, um, you know, consumer based YouTube stuff, which should be mm-hmm. coming out here in the next few months. People want to, uh, check that out, but, um, you know, uh, most of the goals involved just continuing to progress, um, as far as, you know, the, the overall sales, um, the icon awards, uh, and, uh, building, building the team. Um, but also, uh, we have a big goal within the group to have more agents um, hitting the icon level within our own group. So we are directly focused on doing that. We've got a uh, uh, private uh, Facebook page, which uh, if, if you y'all listening, if you contact me, I can send you an invite to the private Facebook page we have right now where we're doing weekly trainings. Wow. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of um, agents in there that have they're all different levels, um, mm-hmm. but we've seen a lot of progress over the last year from agents plugging into these things and building their business. So a lot of uh, you know pleasure for me and a lot of my goals revolve around the agents that I work with becoming successful as well. Yeah, well, I can tell you're going to be a huge success and so are all the many, many, many people 
getting up to, up to the thousands that will be working with you. So thank you so much, Alan Grulick, for being on the Icons of Real Estate show today. It was so wonderful, so informative and inspirational too. Take care. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.